hello there. It's me, the Velvet Snatch. I bet you didn't expect to have me coming in your ears today. We're still getting everything ready for the next season of Girl, but there's something big here, and I thought uh, I'd just get you down and fill you in while you're waiting. The big news is that here in Newcastle, it's been the start of our annual drag competition, Drag Idol. If you're listening from outside the north of England, you've probably heard us mention it, as it's a bit of a big deal here, and many of the kings and queens we've had on the podcast so far have got their start in Drag Idol Newcastle, including yours truly, so they'll let pretty much anyone enter. This year, the contest is part-sponsored by Bad Wear Day, hmm, wonder who they are, so expect themed merchandise, etc., and prizes for the winner available from badwearday.com. In the competition last year, we saw the sensational Spaniard, Theresa May, walk away with the crown, fighting off fierce competition from fellow finalists Pebble Dash, Chanel Marie, and Foking Dick. Now we've got a new range of queens, seeking to snatch that crown out of the Spanish tart's delicate hands. There's some familiar names in the mix as well, as new performers taking their first taste of the stage, and even performers travelling from further afield have their chance to impress the judges. On Sunday, we had week one of the heats, where we saw 12 contestants perform for the regular judges Penny T, Ophelia Bowles, organiser DJ Chris Howe, and returning judge Rusty, as well as weekly guest judge Stuart Hatton Jr., former Mr. Gay World, I believe. One major difference this year is that the venue has changed. Drag Idol 2020 is being held at Powerhouse here in Newcastle, with the official after-party at Pink Rooms. First up on the night, we had Bailey Bubbles, that a lot of people will probably recognise as a finalist from last year's Vampers Tits competition. She did a fairly lewd routine involving a strap-on. The audience found it funny, and it can't have been easy to go on first like that. Stuart wasn't too keen on penis gags, and for a man like that, he needs a real one. Next up was returning contestant Regina Sparkles, who didn't quite have the lip sync down and seemed to focus too heavily on getting the arm movements right. The judges were very kind, as it takes a lot of courage to get up there. Next was a contestant that I was very excited for. I'd seen him earlier in the night and had a nice chat. Maxismo, a bio-king, big and berry in a dramatic, Maleficent-inspired outfit. Very fearsome stage presence, very confident, and a nice use of props. Technically, though, there were a lot of social commentary sections that no one could actually hear. A contestant that us queens on the scene were very excited to see was on next, Rex Uranus, formerly called Rex Gladius, a drag king and drag pet of Baron Levey, who we've already had on the podcast. To describe him simply, he's broad Geordie, about four foot tall, and would have you in a fight. Rex was really good. A collar of pink feathers and a real confidence on the stage. The audience loved it, and he had all his choreography down. I personally liked a section where he had two extras come on and simulate a lads at the urinal scene. Drag Idol alumni from last year, Cher Noble, also from Team Palmo like myself, uh, was up afterwards. A fellow queen from last year, and she's improved a lot. Slutty cowgirl outfit. Eye-watering dance moves, including two fans in a hilarious section where she threw pink powder out into the audience, covering a poor girl in the crowd. (laughs) Another king came after this. Dan Gildo. 
Hadn't heard of them before. I personally really liked this one. They came out with big shopping bags to the Pet Shop Boys track Shopping, oddly enough. Dan had a segment after the judges gave their critiques to talk about the importance of representation and the pitfalls of commercialism. All in all, wasn't the best critiques. The audience didn't seem particularly enraptured, but I'm hoping that they make it through as I really want to see what else they can bring. Next up was returning queen Anna Sassin with a Theresa May-themed outfit and routine that I found oddly familiar. Coming out doing the infamous Theresa May robot walk to Abba's Dancing Queen, with some great Deal or No Deal references. This was more of a lip-synced stand-up routine and was really refreshing after the performances we'd had before. Really positive reactions from the audience and judges. There was little in the way of movement, but the characterization Theresa May, or the Rubber Woman as I call her, if only her parents had used one, eh? Hmm. It was absolutely great. Tony the Doll was next, very strong look, a flower-covered outfit, and energetic dance moves with a flexibility so much so that you could hear wedding rings being slid off fingers all around the venue. Midway through, there was a wig malfunction, where the long blonde wig she was wearing slid out of place during a cartwheel. Her reaction, without skipping a beat, was to pull the wig off and cast it aside. The judges loved this. They talked a lot about how professional it was to just move on when something goes wrong. A very good reaction from the crowd. A queen called On Your Bike was up next. Now this was a strange one. It turns out that she was supposed to go on first of the night, but there'd been a technical glitch with her track, and so the track that she was performing to now was actually something that they'd just quickly worked out. Nice styled leotard and padding, and the judges didn't have any real criticisms. I'm hoping that she gets through so that we can see more of what she's capable of next week when things go right for her. Next up, oh my god, Jasmine Dick. An absolute local celebrity and drag idol alumni. One of those performers where the cracks and mistakes make it all the better. I can't describe Jasmine's style and performance, so you'll just have to wait for the official video. But there was a hilarious moment where Jasmine attempted a reveal, and had to get not one, but two of the judges over to help her with it. The audience went wild for it. It was incredibly funny. Karma Valentine was up next, and I think this be one of the ones to look out for. Pink Plastic Princess. We've all seen queens do a Barbie doll performance, but there was something different and really endearing about this one. The final performance of the night was a queen called Franny that had come all the way up from Leeds to join the competition. Really strong look, a kind of fiery phoenix vibe. I feel like a lot of money must have gone into such a strong aesthetic. In the middle of the performance, there was a comedy section involving a used condom, which... The judges, and I think a fair few of the audience, felt it was a bit out of place. The performance ended in a dramatic phoenix reveal that worked very well. So, that's all the performers that we had in the first heat, with a little bit of what I thought of it mixed in. But what did the audience think? I got out there amongst the rabble to ask them. I must warn you that due to the venue being incredibly loud and the wind outside on that night being very strong, a lot of the interviews I recorded couldn't actually be used here. So I'm sorry to all the lovely people that took the time to stand in the cold and chat to me that I haven't been able to include here, including Sissy Flew, who will, we will speak to next week, who is one of the contestants in week two of the uh, heats, uh, and Rachel Rear, drag idol, all-star, as well as uh, Chanel Marie, finalist from last year, who I did 
full interviews with and none of it is actually usable, embarrassingly, unless you like a lot of wind noise. <laughs> so, the first question I asked people was, who was everyone's favourite performer of the night? Rex, Rex was fucking unreal. Rex Uranus. Rex Uranus. I, it was so funny. It was, it was so... It was great. But yeah, Rex Uranus was... That's the personal one that I'm, like, I'm looking at. Like, that's my one to be. Oh, like, Chernobyl's performance at Dancing was really, really good. Chernobyl. Honestly, the glow-up, like... The glow-up. She's, like, learned what she's good at. She She's fucking honed her craft. Like, she knows exactly what to do to kill a performance. I'm obsessed. Tony Vidal, when that week came off, they just kept going. Yeah. I like, that's the kind of thing I like. I like somebody who doesn't, like, think, oh, no, it's the biggest disaster ever. I like somebody who's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go on. I'll fucking show these people that I can dance. Like, the week came off and she was just like... You could see it in her face, she was like, right, I need to like pull some stunts now, yeah. the fucking wigs come off, like, let's go. And she did it, like, and I think the judges seen that and that's what was brilliant about her performance. She did the Barbie Girl song. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Carmella or... Carmen Valentine, because she brought something fresh, something new. It's Barbie, but she did a twist on it, which made it like completely different to how I expected it which made me like want to like groove to it and vibe with it. It was completely different to what I was expecting, but she brought everything and she turned it out. She it did. was the one that Theresa made, Deal or No Deal. They were, it, was just, it was just great. It was just lovely to see. And it was just like, it was funny. It was just funny. Devil man. And I pulled him outside. I told him he slayed the fucking week. It was a full king, I believe. Yeah. She came out in the Maleficent outfit. She was tonight, she was the drag king. Tonight she was fucking everything dear. So yes. That's for Bio King Maxismo at the end there. Lot of support for him and I thought he was great. However, who did people think didn't do quite as well? Vagina Sparkles. Oh, she did the British Showman. Yes! Last year. I remember her now, Regina Sparkles. The leopard print dress, I don't remember her name, but she tried. She fucking tried, dear. Regina Sparkles, I feel, only because it does the lip sync, she didn't know the words, but she still performed and it was amazing. And I think she's a great queen and she'll continue to entertain everyone. I mean, the one that had, what was the one that had the red hair and the black dress? Yeah, who was the girl that like the shot into the yeah. condom? <laughs> That was good, but that condom, I just, I just didn't understand. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, it was fun, but it didn't work with the. Yeah, farted out the condom. She farted out the cup into the condom. No, she farted out a used condom that had been left inside of her. Oh, she farted out the used. I thought she was shitting into a no. condom. No. Mm, everyone was a bit boring with that one. We had no drama, as it were. We did, however, have a lot of returning fans. A few stating their favourites from last year. Trixa May. Yeah. Like, I, I saw her, she, the name is brilliant, and just the way she's done it, and I've seen her perform after as well, and she's just got a nick, like a knack for like funny, like as like social commentary as well as drag. And I think that's what drag's about. Like, you, if you're drag, you can't be a drag, but you can't watch Drag Race and say you're a drag queen. You ha need to do drag and have a meaning behind it and stand up for what's right, and that is our rights, the LGBTQIA community. It actually inspired me to do drag. 
Now, this was only week one of the heats, so nobody was sent home this week. The judges will apparently announce who's getting through to week three at the end of next Sunday. It's not going to be easy for any of the judges, unless everyone is crap next week. But I caught up with Team Parmo captain and regular judge Miss Penny Tration to see what she had to say about the night. I feel like it was one of the hardest competitions to judge because it was so diverse. We had bio kings, we had drag queens, we had uh, drag kings, and it was how do you put a bio king, for example, against a drag queen. So it was really, really hard to judge. But putting that aside, cracking little show. It was really, really good. Yeah, I think it. after interviewing like a fair few people tonight kind of thing, it's very weird, like the diversity. Some of the names that keeps coming up, like Rex Uranus, there's a lot of love for Rex Uranus. Uh, you know, Carmen has been getting a lot of uh, love as well. And it's it's fascinating, like, you know, the, the diversity that a king is going to be coming out on top kind of thing for this, for this first week. I mean, you know me, I'm not allowed to have favourites, but Rex Uranus was absolutely my favourite tonight incredible he was amazing and he just showed exactly what a drag uh, sorry a drag king can do and i think we need to pay baron from all stars and fucking dick from last year's idol a bit of credit there because i think them two have given people a push to actually go do you know what i want to be a drag king as well and it's given them a chance to do it and i love that i love that yeah i, I think it has inspired a lot of people hell of a lot <coughs> Now, obviously, the questions that I've been asking other people have been like, hey, so who is your worst of the night and stuff, and who do you think might not get through to week three? But with you being one of the judges, it's probably not the question I should be asking. I think the way I'd answer, I think the way that I'd say it is, I know who the bottom one should be. I think the audience know who the bottom one should be. Was it the best? Oh, and I, I need to give a shout out as well. Jasmine Dick. Oh my god I, I actually felt emotional when she walked out on that stage With the best performance she's ever given Ever It was the audience support as well Like the, you know, the, the, the rapturous applause It was, oh. It's the one thing I will give the Newcastle scene Is that no matter what kind of king, queen uh, What your gender is what, If you've got any kind of disabilities or anything like that The support that they gave every single contestant tonight was was stunning to see it really really was no matter how bad they performed the audience was on everyone's side yeah yeah well, thank you so much miss penny t and hopefully i'll get to speak to you next week yeah well sure you will and that's it it was a great night and it was lovely seeing and speaking to so many drag fans and performers including the girl who dragged me into the toilets uh, insisted that i touch her breasts before claiming you can't tell i've had work done can you Yes, I hope you had a lovely night. I am scarred for life. Thank you. If you're local, then come down to Central Bar on Sunday the 23rd to see myself and Theresa May at Snatched, her drag idol warm-up night. Then follow us through to Powerhouse at 9pm for the competition itself. If you aren't local or you missed the night on Sunday, you'll be able to watch it online soon by searching for Drag Idol 2020 on YouTube for organiser Chris Howe's channel. If you want all the gossip from performers themselves, then check out Drag Idol Untucked with host and idol all-star Jack Plastique by searching for Drag Idol Untucked on YouTube. I think it's on her channel. And for all your clothing and drag merch needs, hit up badwearday.com. There's some nice stuff on there, I suppose. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great day. I've been The Velvet Snatch.
I'm on Instagram and shit.